You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. That is Jimmy Allen. It was a week ago tonight at Dave's Pumpkin Patch. We saw him along with Chase Rice and Granger Smith, and your ticket was only 20 bucks, right? Yeah. Only a week ago. That was only, that was the, uh, that was the last night I saw my sunglasses, my prescription sunglasses. What is it with you two and sunglasses? I got mine back. Yeah, well, maybe the same thing will happen to me. I left, them, I left them in a very dangerous place. I left them with the promotions department. I set them down on the promotions table where the, all the promotions people were, were set up backstage okay. you know, so we could videotape the, the artists and stuff. Well, then you just deserve it. And so, and yeah, and, and I mean, it was my fault because I didn't grab them afterwards. <laughs> Tough love, huh, Cody? Yeah, well, I know, you know, I know, I know. You learned a lesson, Tom. If somebody, if somebody stole them, they're in for a surprise. They're prescription, okay? <laughs> so you're not going to be able to see anything even I'm though... Sure they just were misplaced. They're gone forever. How much did it cost you? Well, even even with the, the eye vision plan that we have here at KNCI, how much did those cost? $180. <laughs> You're not replacing those, are you? You're not replacing those, are you? No. <laughs> not for a couple no. years. <laughs> if you can't spend $7.99 on Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> think you would never let that happen. About 15 minutes ago, we played Jimmy Allen. We started talking about how last week at this time was such a great... Okay? Yeah. I'm fine. My eyes are watering. <laughs> it's not going to be a sad story, Tom. Tom's <laughs> crying over no, here. I'm not, I'm not crying. He's, he's sad because I'm missing my sunglasses. <laughs> our, our Nashville the Neighborhood show is a week, a week gone by. It was yeah. last week. We got downtown chowdown coming up next. But I want to just say quickly, okay. you had Jimmy Allen, Chase Rice, Stranger Smith. Sorry, I keep derailing you. It's okay. <laughs> Used to it. For 20 bucks. <laughs> for $20, that's all it costs you. Right. See what Chase Rice did yesterday? No. He announced a 14-city tour, including Sacramento. He will be at the Ace of Spades November the 6th for 40 bucks. Oh, no way. Dude, we do these shows. We're not kidding. Yeah. We're like the dollar store of putting on concerts. <laughs> yes, we are. Get those tickets. <laughs> And downtown chat out. Our seats may be flimsy. <laughs> That's why we'd ask you to bring your own. Exactly. We don't even have seats. What are you talking about, Pat? That's true. <laughs> downtown chat out. Again, the tickets are only $20. You got Chris Jansen with his full band. And I don't know if we've made it clear enough, but that show, uh, in addition to the food trucks going to be there, we do it in conjunction with our sister stations. And so, like, if you're into, like, 80s music, Sheila E., who was a member of Prince's band for a long time, is yeah, going to be there. Yeah, she had one hit. And, yeah, but she was a member of Prince's band. Which is cool. That's cool in itself. She had one hit. A lot of artists only have one hit. And they still put on a good show. And then the other band, I I haven't heard of them. Ambassadors. They're a pop rock band. And they're actually really good and really popular. So that's pretty exciting. They had one hit. They had one hit. No, they they had a few. I think they've had like maybe three. At any rate. It's only $20, so whether they have one hit or doesn't. <laughs> Tickets, KNCIFM.com. Back to your big question. 73 years ago today, October the 3rd, 1945, this guy's very first public performance, he was only 10 years old. It happened at the Mississippi, Alabama. It's so funny to me that back then they would combine, like, uh, neither of these states are big enough to have their own fair, so they, they combine them, yeah. It's the Mississippi, Alabama Fair and Dairy Show. He sang a song called Old Shep, and he came in fifth. Fifth place. Brenna from Fair Oaks, what do you think? Elvis Presley. You're correct. Woo! That's right, Mama. Congratulations, you're going to the PBR. Yeah! Yep, little 10-year-old Elvis. Can you imagine the bragging rights the four people that finished in front of him had for the rest of their lives? (laughs) So true. That's pretty awesome. At the same time, he's at the bank cashing, you know, in the late 1950s, (laughs) cashing million-dollar checks. 
going, yeah, you beat me, I don't care. <laughs> now, when you think about Elvis, mm-hmm. Cody, being a, a millennial, okay. I mean, what, what comes to, to mind? Do, do you have any idea how cool he was at one time? I think so. I mean, I grew up knowing he was a pretty big deal and somewhat good looking. And I remember the dancing and them having to hide him dancing and stuff like that. And I know some of his songs. came to a conclusion that I think is pretty accurate. The the, the most unfortunate thing about Elvis's life is that he passed away when he did, when fashions in this country were at their absolute worst. You know, it was okay to wear a, you know, a a bejeweled jumpsuit up on stage. (laughs) If he had just made it a couple more years, that would have gone by the wayside, and that wouldn't be how a lot of people remember him. It was just... Asked on Facebook if you could change the ending to a movie or a TV show, what would it be? And we find out through this that, that Cody, unlike Tom and myself, we like good endings, happy endings. You're like, give me something that's re- real. Give me something that, not that happy endings aren't from time to time. Right. Give me a twist. Raw, give me, give me something that's ambiguous, yes. something that leaves you thinking and feeling. I thought, man, I mean, because there are so many that just end wrong. And and uh, Jennifer brought up The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that's still, yeah. to me, this, I, I hate the ending of that. Hate it. But, yeah, I mean, to, to, to our credit, Pat, most people seem to be on our side. We did take this poll, and it was like three to one. They want an ending that's sort of, because, and again, I I, are, I come from the place of reality is, is harsh enough. When, yeah. I, when I see a movie, I want an escape. I don't want necessarily a predictable ending, and I get it. But at the same time, I don't like endings that just leave you going, why did you kill him or why did he have to die i get it i'm a dark person i'm a dark soul i've watched a lot of the episodes of the show atypical and you can kind of call what they're going to do ahead of time like a few seconds and and the fact that they do that's very satisfying to me like oh they did that Uh but you like it the other way and i wasn't with you until tom you brought up something the uh, movie Night of the Living Dead, yes, which comes out uh, tomorrow is its 50th anniversary. And wow. if, if you've never seen this movie, I think most people have. It's black and white. It really kind of started the whole zombie craze, and it's it's a really great movie. Um, and at the end, like these people are trapped in this house, and they're being attacked by zombies from all sides. And one by one, they're all getting offed and eaten by zombies, right? And then at the very end, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen this, turn your radio off now. Otherwise, here's what happens: the the lone guy left. The police finally show up. He steps out of the house because he thinks he's been saved. The cops think he's a zombie, and they pop him in the head. I love it. That's a horrible ending. I love it. I kind of like that. No. you invested dark. Emotionally into this character for an hour and a half, you want some kind of resolution, and no, that's not. But it's a horror film. I mean, isn't that the perfect ending to a horror film? It leaves you feeling uneasy and and leaves you thinking long after the movie. Honest moment. I've never seen that movie, but now that you've told me the ending, now I want to go see it. <laughs> I say, yeah, this guy's going to get it. Watch, no. <laughs> I've seen, like, clips. I know what it is, but... Well, wait till I tell you how Titanic ends. You're not going to believe it. <laughs> New Country, 105.1. Patty Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. Cody. Chase Rice, just a week after Nashville in the Neighborhood announced he's hitting the road this fall. The 14-day trek is called the Eyes on You Tour. Kicks off November 2nd. And yes, he's coming to Sacramento November 6th. Ace of Spades. And tickets are $40. You could have saw him, Granger Smith, and Jimmy Allen at our show last week for only 20 So when we tell you to get our, those tickets, we mean it. Way to guilt our listeners. I know. Well, I just... <laughs> Gotta let them know. Downtown Chowdown, Granger Smith, only 20 bucks. Uh, KSIFM.com.
Well, Chris Jansen. A few days ago, yes, yes, uh, Rascal Flatts shared that they probably wouldn't be making a new album again anytime soon, even though they have a new single out called Back to Life. Jada Marcus told Taste of Country, it's just kind of the way the industry is right now. They will continue to release singles, but apparently Jay was referring to albums of new music because Taste of Country says the guys have several tracks laid down for a planned album of cover songs, including some of their favorites from the 1980s, stuff by Foreigner, Huey Lewis, Kenny Loggins, maybe some Peter Cetera. There's no release date, but given that they managed to turn Life as a Highway into a huge smash, which of course was a cover, uh, could be a pretty interesting album. And a little help, though, that song. From a movie. Well, the movie did help, but the song itself stands on its own. It does it did pretty well. Brad Paisley and his wife are opening a free grocery store in Nashville for <coughs> excuse me, for those in need. That would be Aww. me at the moment. Uh, see what happened last year, right around Thanksgiving time. Brad took his two boys, uh, Huck and Jasper, to volunteer at the Unity Shop in Santa Barbara, where they also have a home. What Brad saw was a place with dignity, a place that helped people get back on their feet. It also featured a free grocery store, and Brad thought, you know, this should be everywhere. Why isn't there one of these everywhere? And so he took the idea back to his alma mater, Belmont University. They're on board. The place will open in 2019 near Belmont's ministry center. Ministry center. It will have job training classes. They will have legal aid, health aid, and a free grocery store. And one of the eyes will be nothing but toys. If you want to read about this, see they see all about the store, which is what they're calling it. You can go to our website, kncifm.com. Guess what? Remember Toys R Us? It's coming back. What? Yes. The controlling lenders made the choice to pull the brand out of bankruptcy. And because they decided it's too valuable. I guess they say a lot of people calling in, posting stuff, and they thought, well, what if we try to save it? And so, Toys R Us, not sure what it will look like, and Babies R Us combined are coming back. I'm opposed. Why? We gave it a nice send-off. It's done. This is like an athlete trying to come back after... Yeah, you, you gave the big ceremony down on the, on the field after the game, and, and you wished them well. And then a couple years later, they're playing for the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's just like it doesn't. I don't. Or, or, or when a band says they're going on their farewell tour, and then a few years later they yeah. come back out on tour and they're charging three times the ticket price. It's That's just, actually annoying. But yeah. this is Toys R Us. I get it, but Jeffrey, move on. Take some computer <laughs> classes. Brush up on your tech skills. I think they really just need to go digital and make it a website. That's actually, it, that may be the crux of it all. I'm not sure that they'll do box stores. They don't even know. They just say that we're not going to put it in bankruptcy. We're going to bring it back in some shape or form. Huh. So what is it that you would bring back? If there's something from your past or something that, that maybe just, you know, recently went away or a long time ago went away, what would you bring back? Can local uh, count? Absolutely. Uh, Roseville Brewing Company. They... Huh. They closed shop a few years ago. Um, they were doing fine, but there were reasons, and, and it was just, it was a fun place to hang. And I loved going there so much, I actually volunteered to work. I literally what? worked for beer at that place. No, you did not. Yes, did you I get did. tips? Huh? Did you get tips? No. Well, I mean, I gave him everybody else. Tips? He didn't need tips. He got product. I can't. Oh, I, 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 but that was one of those places where neighbors play places that you just love to, to go yeah. to. Cody? For me, Oak Park, and not so much the place itself, but the beers. I miss their beers so much. Pat, you work with a couple alcoholics. Okay. I don't know if you know that. So. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Ask. Okay, Pat, you? Rip Roy and Red. <laughs> <laughs>
from Houston. They used to serve that at Rayleigh Field. You'd go watch a Rivercats game and you get a couple of rip-roaring reds or ten, and it was a night, man. We're asking on Facebook, uh, what would you bring back if you could? This based on um, information that Toys R Us, the I guess the, the overall owners of, of Toys R Us, they've retained the rights to the brand name so that after all of this stuff so sorts through, they could bring it back? They're, they're lenders who yeah. officially called for the, hey, your note's due have said, okay, we're not going to do that. We're not going to put it on auction. We're going to bring it back in some shape or form. So Toys R Us is coming back. What are you bringing back? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I would bring back uh, Roseville Brewing Company. Um, I think I would also bring back, I don't know if you remember, it might have been a Northwest thing, but there was a, a fast food place called Arctic Circle, and they had this, I, it just, I remember that that's one of my baseball coaches owned an Arctic Circle, so that's where we went after every game. So... That was always the bummer, man. When I was growing up playing, when I played, when we weren't moving, you know, just steps ahead of the law as a kid, <laughs> when I played Little League, they would be sponsored. Like, uh, one year, we were sponsored by Dante's Pizzeria, and oh. that was in Detroit. That was really awesome. And then I played for a team called Handy Pantry, and that was like a 7-Eleven, and that was awesome. <laughs> that could be good. And then uh, we were, some tire place had us and when I was in eighth grade, and it was like, nah. We're not getting anything out of that. You, was it you or somebody else? They, their, their Little League team was sponsored by a funeral home. It was not me. <laughs> somebody I knew. They, but when you said pizza place, one of the things people would bring back, Shakey's Pizza. I don't know that there are any Shakey's Pizzas anywhere anymore. But that place, they started in Sacramento. Yes, they oh, did. Really? They yep. had great pizza. What about Farrell's, another Sacramento institution? Oh, yeah. Um, Mervin's. A lot of people saying Mervin's. Open, open, open. If you could bring back one thing, what would you bring back? Crystal from Rancho Cordova says, bring it back to sexy. Okay. Okay. Is it a dog or a mountain lion? This video is going viral right now as we speak. Uh, this reporter in Utah was uh, doing a, a piece from, uh, they had a lot of really bad rains in Utah and Arizona yesterday. So she was uh, out in the field um, doing a report on this. And it's nighttime and this animal all of a sudden comes walking into the picture. And because she's got that bright camera light in her face, she can't quite make out what it is. The damage goes this morning. What you're seeing is actually a dog um, coming into our live shot. I think it's a dog. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, anyway, there's some sort of creature below me. Yes, and Morgan, I hope that's a dog too. So oh you gosh. see it from behind. And the tail's kind of long, so it's long like a mountain lion. It's got the color of a mountain lion. It's about the size of a mountain lion. Yeah. And you get to the ears, you go, I don't know. But we have put the video on our Facebook page. What do you think? Is it a dog or is it a mountain lion? Because that seems to be the great debate right now. It, I want to say mountain lion. Uh, my first impulse was mountain lion. But, Pat, we need to post the picture that you you did some really good kind of uh, investigative That's reporting. That's like a Bigfoot expert over here. <laughs> yeah. I took a screenshot of what it turns. So it's like the only half a second that you get to see the side of its face. Uh -huh. And to me, that's a dog. It's got a long muzzle. It kind of looks like a dog. But at the same time, it could also be a, a mountain lion that maybe doesn't feel very good about itself. He's just walking with his head hung down. Maybe it's a labra lion. <laughs> <laughs> a what? A labra lion. Regardless... The reporter remaining calm, not knowing what that thing was. Is bizarre she and was unflappable. She is a total pro. Yes, she is. <laughs> anyway, see what you think. Dog, mountain lion, and check out the reporter and how she handles it at our Facebook page at KNCI Pat and Tom. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.